Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The way you guys talk about Justin Fields is criminal. It makes me sick to my stomach. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Yeah, that was an accusation earlier in the show. I don't I don't think it's criminal. I mean, I honestly I'm confident that no one's coming for us. Uh I'm not I hope his stomach arguing feels better. his yeah. stomach, yeah. We but, don't like to cause indigestion for anybody. No. Uh, or we don't like to commit crimes, typically. And uh Well <laughs> we don't like to get caught. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's not criminal to have an opinion that is different from somebody else in a sports argument. But I understand it reflects the passion. I think that people have in support of Justin Fields. It's it's surprising, I yes. think. It's very surprising. And it's definitely, you know, people have their favorites. But would you agree that this seems different? This seems different for a player who... Uh, and I'm trying to always figure out why this is happening, but the support is overwhelming. He's had modest success as a quarterback in three years, been part of a lot of losing in Chicago, and yet his his reach and his appeal, is there a more popular athlete since Derrick Rose in Chicago? That's a good question. Um Certainly, I, mean, I, I don't think didn't so. The, didn't the Cubs have somebody and since Derek? Well, they they kind of split the vote. Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo. I really liked Javi Baez. Chris Bryant. You know that World Series team had a lot of guys who kind of almost like whatever if you're having a, if you're having a poll, they, they would split the vote, the Cub vote. Whatever happened to Chris Bryant? Yeah. Where did he ever end up? <laughs> well played. I set you up there. You did. It's certainly I, not I a Sox player. Him. It's not a hockey player. I mean Patrick Kane and Tave certainly. Made their mark and carved their niche. Connor Bedard. He's next. Well, I mean, he's he's still here. hockey, but he's not as popular as Justin Fields right now. I I just think that when you look at the People landscape of Chicago sports, and and he's been part of three straight losing seasons, and I know there's not that's not on him. I'm uh, relax, Texers. It's not on him. But the amount of the the amount of people that want him back and are willing to say that. And, and stand by that and call us criminals for having a different opinion. <laughs> it's, criminal. It's, yeah, it's surprising. You talk about him like a criminal. <laughs> I, I have nothing but admiration for Justin Fields. He seems like a really good dude, really good teammate, and I think that he can make incredible plays, wow plays on the football field, 
And, you know, I think part of the problem maybe is that there is no play that is ever dead to Justin Fields. And, and as a result, sometimes there's an incredible things happen. Sometimes, you know, bad things happen. So I think he's trying to – I think he's been very good since uh, the, in the final six games of the year since he came back from the injury. And I think that, um, you know, one of the problems – and this is really going to upset people to say this, but we've never watched quarterback development in this town. We've never seen them take a guy who gets better and better and then is the star of the team. You know, I can remember writing different stories about different quarterbacks and what the NFL is looking for and how guys make plays, and this is how you'll know they're hitting these different milestones. It's never happened. None of the guys drafted you know Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl but we never really saw great player development off of him there's no precedent to point to in Bears history where they have done this right or had this happen and it be gradual improvement from first round draft pick groomed and brought and you know brought into the lineup as right. a starter second year you take a step third year you break through we don't have those kind of examples historically because the Bears have never done it. Never done it. And it's, it's never really happened. It's never, you know, think about, I don't care who it is, Cade McNown or Mitchell Trubisky or um, it, it, whom, whomever they have wasted a pick on, it just doesn't seem like it's worked out the way you would hope it works out in other towns. No, and I think because part of the reason is you know, the way the Bears historically have built teams is, is, has made, I think, and it contributes to this popularity for Justin Fields. Defense. Yes. Running game. Yes. You plug in a quarterback. All right, fine. This is great. They're going to get so far. You got one Super Bowl title. You've got one Super Bowl title. And I know that this is a defensive dominant team, and yeah. it's going to continue to be that regardless of who the quarterback is next year or for the next five years. But there always has been that emphasis and, that's, and, and that understanding and acceptance. That's how you build a team in Chicago. That's Bears football, Bears weather, Monsters of the Midway, all that stuff. But at some point yeah. in time, you got to pivot. You got to change. You got to modernize. And when you do that, you've got to accept some realities. You need a quarterback that can make all the throws, has elite arm talent, and is somebody that you don't want to pass up when you have a chance to select. Let's try Carter. Carter is in Libertyville. Hey, Carter. Yeah, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good. Uh, just wanted to share my thoughts on the Eberflus situation real quick. Okay. Uh, it's kind of crazy to me that we all kind of just unanimously, like, let him off the hook lately. It just kind of feels like after that Rappaport tweet, uh, everyone just accepted that he's going to be back, and I just I, I don't understand that decision. I mean, I understand that the team did improve this year, and I'm not even going to hold anything from last year against him because that was a different situation. But, frankly, the roster was much improved this year, and so far our wins have come against backup quarterbacks and bad teams aside mm -hmm. from that one Lions game. And I just think the bar is set way too low if players showing effort and beating teams that were favored against is all that it takes to justify bringing him back because that's like the bare minimum that I – I'd expect out of any head coach. And to me, it just feels like sticking with Fluce is kind of more like settling for mediocrity instead of striving for excellence. 
I mean, if we're going to end up going the quarterback route, are you really trying to tell me that Matt Eberflus is the best possible option out there to develop him? Because We were having this discussion Carter, during the break. Believe it's a great phone call. Yeah. Well-timed, too. Yeah. Go to chicagotribune.com, read Dan Wiederer's latest installment, the second part of uh, his uh, deep dive into the quarterback situation, and the Matt Eberflus future and conundrum is addressed. And what did I read you during the last break? Yes. The quote from one former AFC offensive coordinator says to Dan, quote, in my mind, if you're going to choose a quarterback at number one, you have to blow it up. There's no choice. Unless you really believe in Matt Eberflus to develop a quarterback, which given his history, I'm not sure why anyone would. If I'm Kevin Warren, if I'm Ryan Poles, I may only have one shot like this to get it right. Okay. I'm just going to throw a scenario scenario at you for for snorts and giggles let's say the bears are leading by 13 points in the fourth quarter and somehow green bay charges back and wins the game on the last second by a point would that give you pause on matt eberfuss would that give the i'm saying if they had another one of those yes yes i i've got to be honest here as much as you can respect all that he has done with this defense and yeah. buy into the idea and really what's likely to happen. He's going to likely come back yeah. because he's likely going to be the guy that's going to get the most out of this defense. And we heard from TJ Edwards, or at least TJ Edwards did an interview with our guy, Ross Tucker yeah. yesterday on the podcast. They love playing for Flucy, right? Yeah, everyone but Molly, loves Flucy. What you just described is why I can't be all a hundred percent in or certain if they blow a fourth double-digit lead in the fourth quarter against a division rival, against the the hated rival on the final day of yeah, the year, that would be hard. That would be hard. On Monday, you'd be like, "He's you got to go." Yeah, that would he's got to go. Yeah, it's very it's very <laughs> funny. Is a texter says this is all confounding. It's all confounding. It is, it is very confounding. But it's it's a good question, Carter, and I think that you're not the only one who has those kind of. Concerns, I think, around the league, people feel like Matt Eberflus is a respected guy, a respected defensive guy as a head coach. Mm, I think that there's, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty still. All right. Uh, let's get to Herschel. He's on the road. Hey, Herschel. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy holidays. Thank you, buddy. You too. You too. So two things. One, last time I was on, you said to me, how is he an Illinoisan? I went, I went to school at Illinois. That's why I was telling you, Molly, that I'm an Illinoisan through and through. Okay. And I don't ever take anybody from the USC as quarterbacks. Look, look, look at the last guy. So, <laughs> I-L-L, so, I-N-I. The last right. guy from Illinois yeah. doing pretty well in the uh, NFL. Well. Hey, uh, exactly. Uh, DeVito. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on Cruz's kid, too, by the way. But anyway um, – I want to say, what if we drafted, we did what we did, and then got uh, Harrison, and then we picked up the guy from uh, LSU later on and didn't have him on the team next year, and if he does well, then get rid of Fields and keep the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to get this well, number one it, guy. Might, yeah, yeah th- this is part of the riddle that we're talking you, about. You're talking about drafting Marvin Harrison Jr., adding Jaden yes. Daniels? he's saying later in the draft, that, you know, you I, maybe maybe even with the second of the first-round picks, not taking a quarterback with the first pick, 
and then trying to and if you did that, like let's say uh, you found out New England really wanted uh, it, that number one overall yeah, pick, you could still trade down one spot, it's not get a, a few picks, and it's not a criminally bad opinion. Yeah, but. It's not something I would necessarily endorse. New England without a pro bowler for the first time since the year 2000. That's that's a long time. That's a long time. And we can sit here in Chicago and watch the first quarterback taken, if it's second overall, third overall, whatever, and watch that player develop into a perennial pro bowl quarterback and have a I, sense listen, of regret I, every I, time you see him play. I'm just saying these. This is all. What, what is <laughs> interesting it. about it is it's yeah. all part of the arithmetic of the math problem that is facing the Chicago Bears. And um, unfortunately, I think that they're probably it's probably the end for Justin Fields. On the Sunday. math says yes. Yes. The issue is it might become a chemistry experiment. Well, there you go. And you don't know how the team chemistry is going to be affected if you draft Caleb Williams. You know what's wrong with chemistry experiments? Depending (laughs) on the the prowess of the person doing it, it can blow up on you. It can blow up in your face. (laughs) Oops. Not good at all. Hey, today is is Friday, January 5th, uh, the year of our Lord, 2024. It marks the seventh anniversary of Terry Bohr's retirement. So shout out to Terry. We, of course, stand on the shoulders of giants. And, uh, and we I, sit I next was, to Terry Bohr's way. Yeah, we sit right there. Terry Bohr's way is yeah. the hallway. It's a hallway. That leads to the studio. So shout out to Terry. Hope you're uh, enjoying your retirement. And, um, and obviously we're thinking of you on this day. And... Uh, and I worked with Terry both at the Sun Times and at the Score. So it, he was uh, he was a great sports writer long before he was ever on the radio. And I've often told the story. Um, he he wrote a couple. He, he there's just a couple of leads of his that always stayed with me. Not the least of which was uh, was a certain Bulls coach getting fired on Christmas Eve, and Terry said he was scrooged. <laughs> so always stood out for me. Always a lot of laughs. He was a great basketball beat writer, uh, even before he did all the other stuff. So uh, shout out to Terry and congratulations on his anniversary. Let's get to Don. Don's on the west side. Hey, Don. Hey guys. Good morning. Happy New Year's. <clears throat> uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I just I, I just don't understand how uh, drafting Caleb Williams equates to immediate success. Like. The defense is in win now. So if you're trying to win now, as you can see, Justin Fields is not only respected in Chicago, but he's respected in some rings around the league a lot. So my thing is this. Wouldn't it make more sense to, okay, trade back, get picks, build around them, build the offense up, get a little bit more defensive depth, and then push for it? Because I, I, I believe that you can win with Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? Outside of a couple bad co- uh, coaching calls and outside maybe of some inconsistent play. I think Wayne Larrabee made a great point that is overlooked because I guess fans always considered a meatball opinion, but the team around Justin Fields is not good. You know, he said Jordan Love had a seven-game stretch where he was dry. Okay, and then when people got better around him, okay, he was able to make plays. So my thing is, if you got lackadaisical efforts from, you know, everybody who is not Cole Komet or who is not DJ Moore or who is not in that running back backfield, then why are we just, you know, beating down on fields? You know, I I, I I truly believe that the team has three out of the four, you know, ingredients that it takes. They have the chemistry. You know, they have the cohesiveness, everything. You know what I'm saying? As far as that goes, the intangibles, I mean. 
So I, I, I mean, Don, I, mean, Don, I, I don't think, and I, I think people misunderstand this. I don't think anyone's beating down on Justin Fields. I, I don't that's, think. That's... I think it's just you have to look at all the possibilities, and you owe it to your franchise, whether anyone likes it or not, to imagine the world in different hands and to imagine the growth of another player in that role and whether or not that gets you to the Super Bowl uh, maybe quicker, maybe maybe more conventionally. Uh, maybe not. I, I'm not saying that, but I do think you have to look at the idea of getting somebody and of restarting when you have to pay a quarterback and how much money you invest in that position. It's easier to win. When a when the 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 quarterback is on his rookie contract, yeah, that's true. And later that, on, and that's, that's all, and that's a factor. That's not the no, only it's factor. not the only factor. I think the thing that is to me the the largest misconception about this entire conversation are the assumptions people make that when you talk about Justin Fields in a way that compares him to Caleb Williams in this case, that your evaluation or analysis is criticism, and it's just not the case. Objectively, yeah. when you're looking at Justin Fields, you definitely can see growth and progress from one year to, to the next and then from the second season to the third. And certainly in this season, the quarterback that took the field in the month of September, not even close to the one that was taking the field Sunday at Lambeau Field. Right. He has improved, and you got to give him credit for that. And no he doubt. was phenomenal against the Falcons. I think, though, when you're comparing what he has accomplished, you can say safely, if the Bears go down that road, they're going to be a contender for the division title next year. They're going to be a playoff team, and they can build around him in a way that will make you relevant for the next year, two, maybe, and you can be competitive for division titles. I don't think that you need to stop there, though, because you have an opportunity, a rare opportunity, because of the trade you made. Well, let me ask you can you. swing bigger. That's what the that's what the quarterback at number one represents. Okay, so so if you if you bring back Justin Fields, um, obviously you're bringing back Matt Eberflus. You're bringing back Luke Getzey. Well, if you don't, then you're giving. Uh, if you bring in a you're different, giving Justin Fields a different coordinator yes. again, and I think sometimes that can get overstated, but I, don't, I think it's something you have to consider. If Luke Getze returns with Justin Fields because the relationship is as solid as Getze said it was yesterday, so I think that would be I, an I interesting just, question for for the fan base yes, to consider. Yes, all the clamoring for Justin Fields to stay are those same people saying that Luke Getze comes back too with Luke Matt Get- Eberflus. I I, I don't okay. I don't understand. <laughs> How people want to get rid of the coordinator but keep the quarterback. I don't understand how you want to bring in a new quarterback but not make any changes in the in the uh, in the scheme. I don't understand this idea that you just play complementary football and win with defense and everything's going okay on off. I I just I I, I think again there's a lot of moving parts. Is this the right staff to to get the most out of the quarterback if you decide you have to keep Justin Fields? Well, if you decide you are keeping Justin Fields and you're keeping Matt Eberflus, I, I would have to think about it harder because I think it's been the least likely of all the scenarios. But 
Is it better to bring back Luke Getze and give him another opportunity to continue to to grow with Justin Fields? The, the, the piece that nobody has, frankly, I don't care how tied in you are to covering the team or how much you think you know about your friend's friend's cousin who works at Hallis Hall. Uh, the relationship between Luke Getze and Justin Fields is significant and will play a big role in whether – the other two are coming back if the third will come back as well. And we don't know that. Yeah, I think it, it, there's just a lot of questions you got to ask when you get to this point. And again, what a blessing to have the number one overall pick. What are they going to do with it? That's the question that ultimately we got to figure out. Um, all right, 312-644-6767. We'll get back to your calls. We're also going to do a quick week in review and let you know uh, what people think and who's going to win and why it's Mully and Hall on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mullen Ha got you ready for the Bears Week 18 matchup against the Green Bay Packers with experts analysis from former Bears head coach Dave Wanstead. Aaron Jones is the key, I think, to this yeah. game. The running back for the Packers, I think we're going to be fine with their wide receivers. That doesn't bother me. Our, the way our secondary is playing right now, I think we're going to be fine in that area. we got to make sure that Aaron Jones, between the run and the screens and everything that they do with the running back, he is the lifeline, in my opinion, to that offensive green. You take care of Aaron Jones, you win the game. Chicago Bear wide receiver, DJ Moore. We want to get back because, you know, we lost at home. So now we want to go to their home and take it over and and, uh, and just add some more special to it by it, not let them get to the playoffs. Jared Payton. I think the Bears defense is going to cause some havoc. Justin and this offense does what they've been doing, running the football, controlling the ball on the ground, and I, in my heart, believe they come out of Green Bay with a dub. There's Tribune beat reporter Dan Wiederer. The Packers game Sunday, to me, is another moment to meet. The chance to go into a game that now has stakes for the opponent, that now has some oomph for your team that's trying to finish the season on a high note. Well, go see what you can do in that. And if Justin replicates his performance like he had against the Falcons, well, it adds another little piece of evidence into the the file that that Ryan and Kevin and everyone else that's involved in this decision have to sound out and figure out what it means. Bet MGM Hawks great Chris Chelios. I hate to say it, but you think his future relies just solely on this game if they beat Green Bay? That, that's what I'm thinking. It's just going to be one of those situations. Two-time Super Bowl champion Howard Griffith. Whether it's Justin, whether it's uh, whoever it is, but to me, it all starts with making sure that your head coach and your GM are truly on the same page in everybody's lockstep 
then you can build this thing. Nick Costas. I like the Bears to cover the spread. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the game on Sunday in Lambeau. NFL Network reporter Stacy Dales. I think this game in Green Bay is huge for Justin Fields. Huge. He's never beat the Packers. And if you want to win the North, you've got to beat the Packers. Wayne Larravee, voice of the Packers. There's a whole different aura about this team. I don't know if that'll make any difference, but I can tell you this. They feel a lot better about themselves than last year's team did at this stage. Joe Fortenbaugh. I mean, here's what I know about the Bears. When you need them to win, they don't. When you don't need them to win, they do. You don't need them to win this week. They're going to find a way to get it done. Go Bears. Chicago Tribune Bears beat reporter Brad Biggs. You know, you can't go full meatball, and because it's the Packers. I actually picked the Bears to win the game. I, uh... I think I had 24 to 20. Can the Bears win against the Green Bay Packers? Mullen Haw and your reactions to the Bears' upcoming matchup on 670 The Score, the home for Bears fans. Mullen Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Yeah, uh, pretty funny stuff. You said 24-20 as well. Yeah, I didn't even know what he had I said. I know you did. I'm like, I, you were first. There. You were first. Oh, then I go first. Okay. You were first. Six. No, uh, you went first. Well, no, I mean, okay. Then but Dustin, I, then me. That's the way it but goes. But Biggsy went 24-20. Yeah, Dustin copied Biggs because he talked to him before the show. So he went 24-20. You, went, you went basically one point different than us. I know. 23-19. <laughs> I picked Bears And I 20. complimented you on your score. You did. And then I said, <laughs> that was a long time I'm just ago. a little bit different. I thought it was. I and then I, all of a sudden I get accused of being in a plagiarism. You would think that I would remember a compliment no, from Dustin. No one accused you of it. We just mentioned that you're known for your plagiarism. <laughs> I Wait think a minute. this could be, though. I, I, do, I do stand by this. This is Justin Fields' opportunity to become a Bear legend. Three years in, three seasons as a Bear, likely, I don't know, it could be, could be, and it likely is, his last game in a Bear uniform. And the last memory you have of Justin Fields as a Bears fan will be him going into Lambeau, beating the Packers, being the reason why, and keeping them out of the playoffs. The that legends of huge. Justin Fields would be huge. Well, they, they can still get in, and let's just clarify that. In order to get into the playoffs, if they beat the Bears, they're in. Otherwise, they need like three things to go right in other games. If they lose this game, they could still make it in if things are work out correctly for them. But And some of the stuff they need would on the surface seem absurd, but nobody's playing any quarterbacks this week, so we don't and, know what's going to happen. And nobody – in a Bears uniform is going to care about the details. Do, do you believe what Joe was telling us, that this is a great weekend to bet games because all the uncertainty? See, uh, that that takes me out of my I, wheelhouse. I, I, you know, that, that, that delves into, you know, being an expert gambler. I'm not going to pretend to be that. And I, I don't know. You're an expert. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't have that kind I, of level I just, I don't of feel, analysis or expertise. I, yeah, I, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, you spend a lot of time trying to figure out what team needs to win, wants to win, what team is really – there are teams that are just kind of melon in. The Bears aren't doing that. Bears are playing to the end of the to the end of the whistle, let's put it that way. I don't believe that at all. Um, but I do think that it, it, it is – if this game was a win and you're in for either team, I think it would be awesome. 
That would be really Well, the Bears fun. owe the Packers because they kept them out of the playoffs yes. 10 years ago. Uh, in December 29th was the anniversary at Soldier Field. Remember, Aaron Rodgers marches down the field mm. uh, f- three, four Ooh. downs in that drive. Yeah. Black and guy, the yeah. Randall Cobb, Chris Conti game, we can, you know, if you have suppressed that what, memory, Bears fans, that what, kept the Bears out of the playoffs that year. What, what do you think of the, uh, the, the kind of newfound movement of getting Rodgers off that show? Yeah, I, people I, are I, now saying he needs to get off ESPN. I've never really liked him on that show. He's so made light be fine of a me. serious situation. I'm good with that. Okay, I've got no, I've very little use for him. Yeah. He's a great quarterback to watch play. You have respect for his ability, um, but bit yeah, I don't. One dare we call him a bit <laughs> of a jerk. One fewer narcissist on the air is is not a problem for me. <laughs> he's. But the Bears, this is a great opportunity. This is a great chance. And I think that, you know, when you phrase it that way, you know, the, the Packers need to win. The Bears want to win. The Packers want to win too. But the Bears can go in there and you know, you know, being able to do something like that Would to keep your, yeah. your rival from, from getting into the playoffs, powerful motivator, can be huge. When all you got is spoiler, that's a pretty good thing. It, to have. Yeah, you play. You play a little bit looser. You play with less yeah. anxiety. You know, the pressure is on the Packers. Oh, they have to win. <laughs> this would be the second year in a row they choke at home in the season that's, finale. That's bad for the flower. It's bad for the flower. It makes every yeah. The flower would be wilting post game, <laughs> and it would not be. Uh-oh. It would not be good for for the Packers to have that reality two years in a row. Meanwhile, if you're the Bears. You go into the offseason with momentum. You'd have a three-game winning streak. If you're Matt Eberflus, you'd have that to point to as the reason why I'm the right guy for this job. Keep me. If you're Justin Fields, you're kind of out of your control. But if you make a resounding closing statement like a victory in in three touchdown passes and 100 yards rushing and whatever he is going to do, he's going to have the huge highlight reel. That's it, it's going to be tremendous theater. It's much better to have this kind of possibility than like playing out the string. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that again, if you're going to lose this game, then you want to do it in spectacular fashion by allowing you know a couple touchdowns in the final four minutes and uh, and lose by a point or something, and then. Then that throws everything. That 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 is the chaos that Dustin. Okay, so, so I was being Mr. Positive there. Yes, my glass were. was half full, and yes. I was even called a meatball on the uh, on the text line, which is fun. Oh, it's great. Fun. It's, 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 picking the Bears to win because Justin Fields can go out like that in a blaze of glory. Okay, that's a little meatball-y. It's a little storyline driven, a little narrative driven. I, I'll allow that. Go the other way. Let's go into. The morning maulers way, because you the want me to go negative. Mauler. What am I doing? So how did I go negative? This could be a problem if you lose a, a fourth time by blowing a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Then mon- Monday morning would be much that, different for Matt Eberflus. That would be uh, amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying, wouldn't that be absolutely unbelievable? Yes, it would be. And then uh, it, and not then only what? it'd be unbelievable, it'd be unacceptable. Oh, it would be it would utterly be unacceptable. unacceptable. It, it was unacceptable the first time. Definitely not acceptable the second time. The third time had me had me firing the guy again. It'd be unforgivable. And it, took, it would be if you did that. It'd be again, disallowable. 
Yes. Be all the ubbles. It would be it would be fireable. It would be fireable. I know. It would be a fireable offense if you blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter for the fourth time. Yes. It'd be very difficult to say, well, my defense. Yeah. We're so much better than we were. Uh-huh. <laughs> this defense can. We mm. can close. Well, yeah. We fit in. I'm giving everyone a. See, if you notice, we're not finishing yeah. those sentences. We're the season, my career, finish. <laughs> Finish. So it would be much cleaner. That's just being mean. Be much we don't want that to happen. And then I'm you would envision saying, if that were to happen. That would be the only way. Kevin Warren would wake would up Monday morning, wash his car. I thought he did that on game day. Get driven to work and, and say to Ryan Poles, we got to do something about this. He, I'd like to know his routine going up to Green Bay. <laughs> does he go up with the team or does he drive up separately? I got to think somebody drives them separately. Okay. I don't think it goes with the team. You know, the fir- I remember the first time I – no, it wasn't the first time because the- I remember vividly getting up to Green Bay early one Sunday when they were playing the Bears and the Packers and pulling up in the media uh, lot and sitting there with George McCaskey, who had driven up alone. Oh. He had driven up alone. Yeah, George knows the way. So I guess that – you know, when it's Green Bay, they shouldn't assume that they're staying with the team, going separately, whatever. They find their own way. Just don't stay there. That would be my <laughs> advice. Stop. Get get the hell out okay, of there. Justin. And I'm not picking on the town. I'm just saying, you, you know, get home. It's close enough to get home. If you, if you feel like you can't make it, stay in a nice hotel in Milwaukee. No, I did whatever. I've done that. What do you think? So I have now. Now you've got me curious, Kevin Warren. How's he? Let's let's find out his road ga- game. It's a three twenty-five kickoff. Okay, so he gets up at four thirty. He lays in bed for half an hour. I want ChicagoBears.com to follow him. Chronicle that Sunday. That sounds good. That sounds good. I I think the Bears. Futures for Eberflus. I think there's a lot on the line. I think Justin most, Fields most and Luke likely Getsy. all those decisions have already been made. Most likely. Because this is not a conversation you start on the last weekend of the year. Not when you're taking notes of every game and every uh, everything you hear and everything you want to point out and you want to get to the bottom of. I like that idea, by the way. I think that's a good thing. If there's something that you don't like, write it down. But I don't know that um, I don't know that that applies to. I, I I think you better have all that information already. You should. And you have a good. You definitely week. should. But I, you're alluding to the, well, the story I, I, on ChicagoBears.com, the yes. day in the life of Kevin Warren, which everybody should check out yeah. if you're a Bears fan or just a football observer. And it left me wondering this. Is this is my biggest takeaway besides the fact that I didn't know one thing. I didn't know Molly should mention. Did you remember or did you know that Kevin Warren's son? Played college football at Mississippi State with Montez Sweat. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. I did remember reading it because I just read you it. You just read it. I introduced but, it to yeah. you. No, the I story. mean, going into the, yeah. <laughs> the biggest takeaway was that this is somebody who clearly cares about popularity or being popular or crafting a public image. And if you are that person, then it's 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 easy to make a leap to well, you're not going to ignore the popular sentiment that clearly supports Justin Fields because it is so overwhelming and loud.
All right, let's try George. George is in Chicago and has waited patiently. Hey, George. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. I, why are you guys using Justin Spiel as an excuse why the Bears is losing? They traded their three yeah. best players. Uh, we're not using Justin Fields as an excuse as to why the Bears are losing. We are not doing that. I've never <laughs> once alluded to Justin Fields' no. one loss record as a reason why they should or shouldn't move on from him. Right. I mean, listen. It's just not a smart I think thing if, to do. if you've been listening, we've been saying for a long time that Justin had no control over whether or not the Bears got the number one choice. Didn't matter how well he yeah. played. I mean, he's he's managed to take that second pick. Where are they at now? They were like at nine or something, and they they're going to finish between eight and thirteen. That's that's pretty good for a pick that looked like it might be they might be picking one and two at one point. Pretty good. No doubt about that. No question no, and about I, it. I don't think he's held can, up his part of the bargain. He has held the, up his part of the bargain, yeah. and this year they are seven and nine. It's just you got the number one overall pick, and that changes everything, whether you like it or not. It it gives you an opportunity to kind of re-examine everything you got going. If the Panthers had drafted C.J. Stroud, yes, and they were better this year, and the Bears were drafting fourth or fifth or fifth or sixth, Yes, we would not be having the same level of conversation. Exactly. This would not be the same alternative. Don't blame us. Blame Carolina. Yes. Blame, blame that. Blame that, Carolina or blame thank that, David Tepper. That drink-tossing owner there. Thank him. He's a bad guy to sit next to at a game, but a great guy to do business with because you're going to win. Man. <laughs> what would you do if you were sitting next to the guy at a game and something bad happened and he dumped a drink on you? If somebody dump a drink uh, on me at a game, yeah, I even if it's the owner, I want you to answer first. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would tuck in my chin. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I believe it's called the uh, the old Glasgow now, kiss. Or the Liverpool did have this kiss, happen? Whatever. You it want. wasn't like it. It was an accident, though. Uh, somebody spilled beer on my wife and I at a Kenny Chesney concert. Wow! Oh my that god! That didn't really go well. Did you say something? Of course, it said something. I was wet. What did you say? I said, do you realize? Pay my drug You react. I think you yeah. react, Molly. You react first. Like, did you really? Yeah. I, I forget how that went down. But it, Did it you was, go blue? No. Oh, no. No, I didn't. I don't did they buy so. you a replacement beverage? Um, no, they apologized. It they was, have, it, was it they their beer? They about or it. Or did they knock your beer over on you? No, it was their beer. Oh, well, then it was their why beer. would they get you a replacement beverage, Dustin? <laughs> Just because you were so angry, you finished your beer. And I wasn't very happy. It. My wife was even over the fact less happy. So this Chesney crowd you speak of, they're, <laughs> they're that out of control. I was there as well. Was it you? No. <laughs> no. David had much better seats. Just to <laughs> pretend to slip and just dump the if, beer. If you're sitting next to David Tepper, chances are you're in a suite. Mm-hmm. And so if he throws a drink at you, your, your reaction is you probably – I think you you got to say something, of course. Give me one million dollars. <laughs> Nobody ever leaves me. First call you make is to your lawyer, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I can't see. No one ever leaves me. All right, it's a uh, it's a Layla Friday. We've got uh, Layla. Rahimi Layla's here, back. Lawrence is and here. Lawrence is here. And we have some big concert news this week in Chicago. Billy Joel, you yep. know about him. Oh, Stevie Nicks. Yep. They announced 2024 one night only Chicago show at Soldier Field. And we've got tickets for you. Be the sixth caller right now to the scores contest line. 312-540-0670. 
and you can win a pair of tickets to see Billy Joel with Stevie Nicks on June 21st next summer at Soldier Field. Tickets on sale next Friday at 10 a.m., courtesy of Live Nation. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7. The score. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.